Um, here, let me do this for one sec. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, I don't almost know how, you know, but one <laughs> tends to, <laughs> what did you say? Let, let, me, let, me, let me start over. You know, I almost don't know how you know. <laughs> Just like that, back again. Welcome to another Epity episode of Help Me Gen Z, the pod where the young people, more on the internet, help us understand culture, humor, memes, existential angst, meaning, hope for the future, and lots of stuff in between. Today, as always, I was so happy to record this episode with our resident esteemed member of Generation Z, Sister Sarah. Sadly, in this episode, which is both a masterpiece and a disaster, I both talk a little bit too much and confess some extremely shameful, embarrassing roommate behavior. Please forgive me for all these things and do not come for me. Furthermore, despite talking about it at the beginning of the episode, Sarah's volume is whack and not good. Please just listen to the very subtle but very hilarious things she has to say at a lower volume, and we will try and resolve this in our next episode. Also, please note the title of the ep. Our main topic is going to need a part two because we barely talked about it at all. And one last thing, I guess uh, this is there's a bit of a trigger warning I will issue for the second half because we do talk about eating disorders. So that's not your thing. Maybe skip like the last 20, 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, cheers. I just realized I was actually playing a little clipperito for my friends this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're I'm so inconsistently loud. <laughs> It's it's an amateur cast. We it's, can't cash out of the app because we don't have ten dollars yet. <laughs> oh right, yes. Let's start off with an announcement to all of our dedicated listeners. That's right. Thank you for joining us again. It's been some time, as you may have noticed, and that's okay. That's all right because life is a highway, and we're just riding the highway, and oh sometimes. Life. All night long, you can't control what sort of rest stops you need to take on the highway. If you overhydrated, if you had an irritated bladder, what are you going to do? You're going to not stop. You're going to pee on the side of the road only in an emergency. People thinking ahead, they just use the exit and go to the rest stop. Mm -hmm. So that's a lesson we all learn. But our announcement today <laughs> is that thanks to all of you dedicated listeners, we have made one dollar and nine cents. <laughs> Double digits, if not yes. triple. <laughs> Some people are concerned with like six figure salaries. And uh-huh. we're like, we get it because we're making triple digits in numbers from our podcast yeah so like 
but that you doesn't three figures. we're in three figure zone right now we're making that big money money cash money yeah moolah dough mm-hmm. ching ching um yeah so we no. couldn't do it without you is all we have to say no it's been a journey you know it's we've had our highs and lows in this mm-hmm. almost one year um mm-hmm. and at this rate in nine more years we will have over ten dollars <laughs> and in nine years time with the reverse inflation happening that'll be like 25 so <laughs> can you say appreciation investment Wow. I, appreciation investment. I can. She can. <laughs> I can say it. I said it. I said it out loud. So I yes. Got, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You, please. I got um a packet in the mail today with Stop many, doing your many, drugs. <laughs> whoa. A packet with many, many sheets of paper regarding my retirement plan for a place that I technically no longer work for. Oh, it's like projected into like 2065. You've so. actually already retired. <laughs> yeah, no one told me. I gotta go. Oh no, bad. Um, and how's your like, new? How are your yeah, new business new dealings? Yeah, yeah, I keep saying I'm in business. I'm like, I work for the government, so I'm really not in business. But it, I Ooh. am a business woman. I would say I work a business office. woman in government. Yeah, we, we've seen <laughs> an American werewolf in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same. It's like it's, it's, there's a parallel there. <laughs> oh yes, certainly. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a <laughs> girl with lash extensions in Canada. Can we reveal <laughs> that you have lash extensions? <laughs> Listen, I got lash extensions. It, does it seem out of character for me? That's my question for you um first is what is my character <laughs> poor ill repute oh <laughs> uh, what character am i playing in this game of life in this play i'm acting in many great questions being asked um now where to begin doesn't seem out of character well your facial expression said exactly the opposite of what your mouth no, was doing no. <laughs> it seems maybe visually out of character because i feel like you're not like like you're not like girly girly oh we should have to talk about this <laughs> because okay a few months Proceed. ago uh lauren sister lauren asked me <laughs> sister lauren which yes. of the three of us is the girliest and mm. i was like well obviously it's me and she's like i think it might be Kristen." and i'm like no Ooh. it's not <laughs> i think it, i think it is me i think no. it's me what we're fighting <laughs> Half right. Half right. She <laughs> the screen. Whoa! <laughs> the why do you, why do you say this? <laughs> I just feel like, like, and also like being girly or not girly, neither the thing. No, of those things yes, is bad. neutral. No positive or negative valence. Exactly. Right. And like, what do these things mean? Oh, whenever I think about like what is femininity or masculinity, oh I literally short circuit and I can't do it. But just <sighs> girliness, mm-hmm. I feel like. I engage with more like I don't know like doing my makeup in more 
exaggerated potentially girly ways she's blinking her eyelash intentions at me <laughs> as a threat do you feel the breeze <laughs> oh, i'm being blown away by your she's beauty that's what they all say <laughs> Many have also said that. do you see my pearl earrings oh my gosh it matches, my, it matches my it matches my carhartt hat yeah <laughs> yeah i just feel like you have i think more consistently like neutral to not tomboyish but like your your style is a little bit more neutral um and professional and like a less like girly girlish way even I'm also going to bring up my phone case as another example it has butterflies and sparkles on it (laughs) (laughs) mine is orange orange Leather. leather It's actually I got a new one because look how gross that is. I got yeah. this at the I got this at the Apple or at the Verizon store, and they were like, "It's gonna look so great. It'll look all worn <laughs> in and rustic." And I was like, "Oh, you got me. Great. Sounds good." It truly just looks like I have like acidic <laughs> hands that are wearing away my case. It looks so gross on all the edges, and I keep trying to like wipe it off. It's and you not can't. getting better. It's really I can't. in there. It's um, really in but there. Anyway, I just feel like. Would, would you do you have a case for why you would be the most girly um I well you're saying you take the time to do your makeup I'm saying I take the time to do my hair that is true um <laughs> I would Kristen's say hair, I'm gonna get beat out every time yeah I'm, I'm curling that and it's thick so it takes time but portions of my hair are pink so maybe oh. I should on that one. Um wow. Yeah, we've got a real raging debate now on our hands. Uh yeah, I would also say my style is expanding. I don't disagree. I went through a phase of almost trying to be like live into my idea of what an artistic girl was, mm. I think. I've actually been trying to understand myself at my um 30th birthday party funeral that my friends yeah. threw for me, my surprise. They made a slideshow, which was, oh my gosh, so touching. Like, I, wow, so grateful in this. Let's take a moment to be grateful. It was a gift. Oh, thank you. Gratitude. Anyway, so I was there and we were looking at these pictures of ourselves over the past three years because that's mainly what they have because that's Mm -hmm. when I've lived here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) what was happening to me? Like there are a lot of pictures where my cap was certainly jaunty, where yeah, a lot of overall picks, a lot of striped shirts. I was obsessed with striped shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, truly, yes, presenting pretty <laughs> n- neither ne- presenting pretty confusing. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to so, like imagine what you're even referring to. I just looked I mean, like, like jaunty cap. I feel like that's been a theme for the jaunty cap years. made me look both like not put together and also like like I smurfish. I even, what smurfish? Yes, it's <laughs> a good adjective. Smurfish. Yeah, I was like, those are not my best moments. I actually had a New Year's resolution for 2021, <clears throat> which was to try. <laughs> <laughs> And that sounds a little drive. crazy. Yeah. Um, yes. Which like, I'm, I guess I meant more like aesthetically because mm. I feel like I'd just been like, I can't try. Mm. It's so, I actually was like, that's so vapid, which Whoa. I don't even know where that got in my head, but I was like, all these people obsessed with their looks. 
what about your soul? But like, <laughs> I wasn't really, I, yeah, I wasn't really taking care of myself. Mm. And I just think it actually led me to like devalue myself. Um, kind of, I don't really know. Like I wasn't, I, it was just bizarre. I don't know what was in my brain completely. Mm. Um, I actually, well, if I'm going to psychoanalyze myself, I don't know if this is totally true, but I think if I looked not my best and I looked this weird artistic way, then like any rejection, I'd be, I could first of all be like, oh, they don't understand. They don't Mm. understand. But I could also be like, I don't know. I think it was a control thing, basically. Like if a guy didn't like me that I thought was, well, I'm like, oh, well, he just doesn't get it. Or like, oh, well, I'm not like that beautiful girl. So it's fine. Like if you try to Mm. be the beautiful girl. But you're you fail, like, then it's like, oof. then you, yeah, exactly. You get it. So I was like, then I was just like, I think maybe that's stupid. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, like, I like looking nice and I like feel better. I love getting my nails done. Actually, that's been my recent thing. Although I just like tore them off because they were getting too long. I couldn't type my memoir any fast enough. I was getting <laughs> hindered. Um, so I had to tone it down. Uh, but yeah, I've been putting in some uh, attention. It is expensive a little bit, but I still do my hair myself. So yeah. I justify it. Yeah. This is the hard thing with any kind of like what you could call <clears throat> self-improvement kind of stuff in that vein of like, you know, putting effort and care into your appearance because it's like, there's always going to be like a financial component where it's like, am I a slave to capitalism? And you are, but like how much yes. are you getting into that? And like, oh. at what? it's kind of like, wow, to do unnecessarily complicated crossover. Um, the people oh, on boy. TikTok who are like the male gaze and like, you can't really like avoid it mm. internally. It's like, okay. And you can, you can lean in and you can lean out but it's always affecting you somehow. And it's like, what, what do you actually like to do? <laughs> like, you can, which like, so mm-hmm. hard, so hard to know. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, I was socialized in a certain way. Uh, <laughs> How are you supposed yes. to like, you know, become a baby again and be like, okay, what do I actually think about things? Yeah. Like, having to like think so much. It's like, well, can I ever enjoy anything again? <laughs> oh my gosh (laughs) and now you know what it's like to study philosophy Mm -hmm. (laughs) um no but I I uh yeah I feel like it's actually now become a comfort to me to recognize nothing is neutral we're born well uh what did he call it it's our historically affected consciousness is what uh Gadamer calls it in his book truth and method which basically yes um listen actually what's crazy is this guy Hans George whatever Gadamer um (laughs) it's German it was German so I think they maybe say it like Jorg or something I don't know Mm. um someone who's German (laughs) help me out (laughs) anyway he wrote this book when he was 60 and I remember my professor being like, he lived his whole life before writing his masterpiece. And I was like, that's kind of cool. But he actually then lived another 40 years. So oh. <laughs> he just really lived. Yeah. But imagine writing a book at 60. And I mean, like, that was pretty, pretty good. And I mean, like, all right, now I'm going to chill. I will continue to live for much longer to, to enjoy live. that success. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was like, wow, good for him. Happy, happy for him. It was mm-hmm. a gift. So anyway, um, yeah. But I do think about that too. Like, 
like yeah I'm socialized to think this is pretty like it's funny that people with novel style like I think about this sometimes I'm like it's not like you're wearing a blanket it's not like you're wearing a Victorian dress mm-hmm. you're probably wearing something maybe maybe 15 degrees different than like what we're currently most of us wearing and that's fine and do your thing like yeah if you're really gonna wear something outrageous it's probably impractical um in general like the history of clothes is Mm -hmm. nice and it's a part of the reason why we wear what we wear Mm -hmm. and I'm wearing a Carhartt hat so I'm just like everybody else Uh, but I'm also different because I have really long eyelashes (laughs) no also like now that I have them I realize how many girls have them in this vicinity they're getting really big it's crazy it's really Um, funny to really funny process you also can't really rub your eyes which I didn't foresee mm. as being a problem yeah Yeah, I love rubbing my eyes one of my top three activities to do so I (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious um so one last thing I think I mentioned to you, but we need to also thank our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, as we all know, cryptocurrency is going down in a burning, flaming rage. It's dying. It is over. It. We killed it. <laughs> we called this so hard. We <laughs> knew this was a bunch of hooey. <laughs> malarkey dude we are better than these boy bros that are trying to trick you out of your fake money (laughs) yeah and meant to listen to what we said in our original um podcast about cryptocurrency like to refresh our memory but i feel like we were like this yeah we'll die because no one will buy it anymore yes (laughs) that happened Dude, I honestly, am I like feeling kind of feelings of pride and prejudice? Yes, I'm feeling both. Pride for taking a stand, prejudice against crypto bros, the crypto bros. Uh, But you know what? This modern day reenactment of the classic novel is really fulfilling inside. So yeah, um, thank you to you for all of your in-depth knowledge that you shared and yeah, I got great <laughs> feedback about that. People were like, you really called it. And I was like, mm. who is saying this? Can you divulge? And how many people? And will they donate to our Patreon that we don't have? <laughs> oh yeah, we need to like actually make that a thing. Do we have a did I make an email address for this? Probably, especially because I'm gonna reference it in our fake letter at the end of this episode. Oh, um but yeah um anyway so I think today we should make some more calls I have three topics of discussion I'd like to bring up with you unless you had others they could all be pretty quick some recent news but I mentioned one of them to you and that's where I think we're gonna make our best predictions yeah I don't know if I have any independent topics to discuss but but you, you are smiling. a tangent girl uh girly go off on your tangents I'm <laughs> I'm supporting all of them this evening that's nice. um I that because i i a lot of times i'm like oh, you have lost the plot entirely to myself and i'm like oh get back on track I, and I it's okay it. you know what i think we just go with the flow as i posted mm-hmm. as i reposted <laughs> there was a okay shout out to heavy slime the philly artist that mm. i literally can't understand why it just hits so right so many times considering <laughs> it's like 
mildly violent and I don't really think that's my vibe not violent but it's like grim reaper vibes all the time um you do love that though I mean it is like I do go to the beach and wear an all black outfit and my friends call me beach death and that's a true story (laughs) so maybe it is my vibe (laughs) did you not see those pictures no I wore like a black maxi skirt with like a black hoodie because it was kind of windy to the beach. When? Beach. This is like five years ago. Oh. Maybe more. Devin and Andrew were like, you look, they're like in their bathing suits. And I'm like walking around with them. (laughs) They were like, so you look like beach death right now. Little, my own version of the Grim Reaper (laughs) at the Delaware beaches. Um, But all that to say, Heavy Slime posted a new photo and it is a Grim Reaper surfing on a wave. And it says, I can't see forward, but I trust the wave. <laughs> <laughs> see it? I can't really hold it up that well without yeah, changing the image. I see it. Beautiful, though. So in that regard, we can't see to the end of this episode, but we can trust the process. Yeah. And if we yes. don't, what are we trusting in? um gosh that's another philosophical question oh my gosh anyway first things first because I know you'll know a lot for people and this is a we're, we're going off with a heavy topic so then we'll lighten it up but we don't have to stay here that long can you give an overview of the Iran situation um if not I don't think I can. Okay, we uh, can we can cut this all out. Uh, so just no, it's. Don't. Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you get going on your overview already? <laughs> I, just, I I really like generally should have expected that because like I I do know that current events are happening, but like I did not expect you to say that. <clears throat> oh, you should you should expect me to say anything? That's true. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. So I'm recalling, and I have not done an appropriate amount of research to even think about this, let alone talk about it, but there was a woman, I don't believe, she wasn't from Iran, I think she was like Turkish, Masa Amini, uh, okay. but died in Iran. Yes. And she had been, she wasn't like, she was, she died in police custody, but she wasn't like killed, like, you know like executed like in like a criminal punishment way mm. but it was like the morality police because her hijab was not on correctly according to them like i think some of her hair was showing um and they like detained her and then i think she like had some sort of medical condition that like led to her death and yes. this like sparked like massive protest protests all over iran by women being like you know like the morality police is like wrong to oppress women into having to wear hijabs which you know hijabs are not inherently oppressive but being made to wear them is mm-hmm. and yeah yeah protests like all over Iran I think like also like into the Middle East and other areas like of people being like this is you know a grave injustice mm-hmm. um and I think during the protest there was maybe one or two more women who were killed in like incidents with the police Mm, Um, mm -hmm. but I don't know what did you see anything about this that we can go into 
Well, just like there's all this tumult now in Iran in general. Oh my gosh, my roommate's yawning. Um, oh my gosh, wait, can I take a brief interlude to just tell you? Reader, it was not a brief interlude. <laughs> That's right. We had a very long, long tangent just gossiping. And unfortunately, to protect the innocent, we cannot include that in this final episode. So instead, here's a moment for you just to reflect on your day or what's been said already or whatever you feel like. And we'll get right back to it. Uh, okay, so rewind a second. I actually just looked up some new stuff. And, okay. like, there's this thing um, where basically it looks like these crypto people are dying. Like, they're, sub- they're calling it this curse of crypto or something. Um, so just want to clarify, we do not wish death on any crypto people just because we think their I idea was stupid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't wish that on any, any crypto people. Uh, um, we don't I wish actually... death on anyone. Well, I do think, (laughs) but I think people who were peddling crypto to like regular, you know, average people. Oh, that is pretty evil. Yeah. I think like most of them knew on some level that like, you know, they could benefit and others would probably suffer to make them benefit, you know, at some point. And I do think that that is very nefarious obviously not that i'm like breaking ground by saying this but no but there. it's you, it's hard to remember i actually think because so many people are like oh crypto crypto like hype hype mm. but like it's not just like all these bros who already have a ton of money like i don't think you remember that when you're talking about it yeah and from what i've seen of like some of the <laughs> <laughs> sorry i deleted back. back from some of the um crypto like forums that were like you know at the at the peak of things like they were like very active it's a lot of what I saw was a lot of men who seem to have some kind of social ineptitude in some way Mm -hmm. or just don't seem like people who like have it together on like multiple axes who I think were getting like suckered into community and like the get rich quick hype um because people yeah like you know it is like a ready-made kind of community or it was for the time and have like yeah the allure of making a lot of money um I don't know where I was going with that I hate my brain is not quite all right it's just like sad to me that like people who were yeah looking for the social connection as well um, Mm -hmm. are probably like in the hole in a lot of cases um but I do think it's funny that Logan Paul (laughs) I sent you last night. Uh, the according yes. to a random source that didn't even seem like entirely trustworthy. And I think that Logan Paul bought for six hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars is now worth ten dollars. Six hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars to ten dollars. Not yeah. accounting for inflation. <laughs> <laughs> like so that would have been more like eight dollars yeah. back when <laughs> maybe it's canadian we don't know <laughs> oh my gosh that is astounding and also 
so much schadenfreude so much yeah (laughs) insane because if you're just spending money on a digital picture Mm -hmm. and it's just gone I can't feel sorry for you no and like you know Logan Paul is not gonna be fine I don't think it's too much skin off his teeth but it is just like you really played yourself on that one because I don't think Logan Paul is like total meathead (laughs) I feel like he must have some awareness that like NFTs would not be a forever phenomenon but the like rapid decrease to ten dollars I don't know if he expected that Mm -mm. no no and it's like it's crazy because like it's a picture (laughs) like it's not even a picture that exists in the world it's a picture that's online I know it's like that's it's like yeah I it's it's weird because if I think if you explain that to anyone 20 years ago they'd be like um that's so stupid anyway well we're already seeing how stupid it's become we we're gonna stay buckled up for the next stupid thing to take (laughs) down um one more little topic before we get kicked off to the the meat and potatoes of the day uh just any any word on the world cup that you would like to give anything you've been seeing Mm. um any hot takes uh sports 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 corner yeah welcome to the sports corner where a qualified girl tells you about sports because she likes and watches them and and that girl is me i i don't know the first thing about sports (laughs) it's crazy i mean not to be american but like soccer is so big soccer is big like like and i know that but like i watch like some you know british programming and even like the most like nerdy not sports oriented guy in England loves a soccer team like it's so kind of like seemingly foundational to what it means to be English and probably in many countries the same thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> like in America like you know people like football but like a decent class of people does not like that but it seems like almost everyone <laughs> in many a non-American country is like yeah I love soccer and the, the world cup in particular um this is something I also haven't researched but uh Qatar as a nation yo some weird human rights stuff happening over there dude right and people did die building the stadium oh my gosh which happened in Brazil too I think well there were so many issues in Brazil for sure when they had it there all these big sporting events like the Beijing Olympics and so many things like like there's displacement and like well I think like in Qatar like I believe it's like slave labor doing stuff there I don't know I don't know but I think that is what I've heard and also like yeah Qatar's human rights in terms of like LGBT people yeah don't think it's great there so Mm -hmm. it is like I know it's always like money but like why would they have the world cup there yeah go somewhere else yeah I world (laughs) yeah as another girl that knows so much about sports and is totally qualified and watch soccer girl well I was I was so tuned in but like um that's the thing with me in sports Mm -hmm. and I actually I think this gets I I get it from our mother is when I can tune in I'm in 
She's I know. It's like, all right, let's go. This is this. This is that. This is this player. <laughs> this is the history. Boom, bada, bing. Mm-hmm. Um, like mother, all of a sudden knowing all the all the penalty calls in football, that was insane. Yes, please proceed. I see you. I see you. I okay. <laughs> you are, I think, yeah, an onboarder in terms of like you can show up to that kind of situation and be like, okay, now I'm in it and I am interacting and enjoying. Mm-hmm. I feel like mom is kind of like a sleeper fan of things, especially sports, where she like <laughs> she's been paying attention, she doesn't talk about it. I think you're a little bit closer to our father's model. Okay. <laughs> kind of just dropping in and yelling at a game for what reason? I'm getting maligned. <laughs> I'm getting maligned. No, I don't Listen. think I there I don't think you participate in some performative fanhood, but I think you kind of like <laughs> some slam, dad. Sorry. <laughs> I think you more like can arrive in a space and be like, I'm enjoying this now. And I'm like into the action of the game. Um, whereas like, I think right. I can't even access that oh. kind of like, Oh, oh interesting. Like, I have, and I can. And if it's like, you know, there's mm-hmm. some fun stuff happening. I'm like, yeah, sure. But I don't think I'm able to be like, Oh, I'm here. And I'm like liking this game now. If I'm not oh. like consistent watcher, which I like, you know, shan't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very real. Ron Doss be here now. That's me. I'm just being here now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would say so. 2014 World Cup was the last time I was really I was tuned in. I wasn't tuned in to the last World Cup, which mm-hmm. is sad for me. But it's like circumstances just align, and I'm like, I can either do this or I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, it seems circumstances are not aligning for me yeah. to be very tuned in. Like I was, I mean, I was living in Ecuador. Ecuador was in the World Cup then. We were going to like the plaza to go watch the games. Mm-hmm. I was I knew a lot of the players and even after Ecuador got out, obviously everyone was still quite invested and just being yeah. in Latin America like yeah. oh and yeah. It seems like a, an environment where like it would be even easier for a lot of people to be like, "Oh, well like this is the moment culturally and like mm-hmm. the community of it I think is like it's very appealing." Yeah. And I could definitely, I could have opted into trying to be more into it, but I just have so many things going on. I'm like, I am sad that I'm not able to be in that, but I also, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who would do it alone. Like there are people who are like, I'm going to watch this game regardless. It doesn't matter who's with me. And I love that, love that for them. And (laughs) sometimes would love to be that person, but they're the social side of sports is what I like. Yeah. And so maybe I'll look up a thing here and there, but like, even like watching football, like mom watches it alone now <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and she'll tell me about it, which I'm like, well, love this. Braver than the um, of her actually to solitarily yeah. watch football. I know, but I don't really, like, I've kind of tried that and it didn't, it just didn't hit the same. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to wait until, well, I also don't have a television, which I know doesn't preclude you from watching stuff, but you do have to often have subscriptions and I just, I don't have them. And so, and to get them, it's like, okay, then what is the point of like entering my credit card information? I know. Like so sad if I were in Portland now toffee club um is doing all this stuff for the world cup that'd be really fun i know i'd be in it but not there yeah 
Yeah, if it's like an event type thing, then I can be getting on board because partially, um, you know, I don't care about like running, but we were in New York City while the marathon was happening. Mm -hmm. And in our hotel that we were at, like people, like their families were running the marathon. Mm. Everyone was like watching the TVs and just like that kind of like community of like people being like, everyone's kind of hyped together. There is like a little bit of an energy there where I think it's like always happening with the Olympics. There's a little energy of like, we're all watching this and it's like fun. Yes, exactly. It's very like, I don't know, very like human kind of vibe Mm -hmm. where it's like, we like to watch people run (laughs) or like kick a ball around. Like, yeah, if you reduce it down to its just its components, it doesn't really make sense. But contextually, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, one World Cup thing that doesn't make me laugh is that um, there is an ad campaign for Louis Vuitton that features um, Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo playing chess. And it is like the ugliest photograph I've ever seen in my life. Like they look like they're animated in this like wow. gray, ugly room. And it's like, why oh would you gosh. get like, like the most famous guys? Like Cristiano Ronaldo is like the most famous, <clears throat> most followed Instagrammer, I believe still. Yeah. Um, like he's like worldwide so famous. And you like put them in the most boring, ugly setting for your ads. <laughs> you probably need so much money. <laughs> I think we need to put this in the show notes. Um, okay, I'm sorry, I need to show take notes. a bathroom break. Show notes. First of all, I forgot that I could hear you with my <laughs> AirPods, but apparently you didn't. I'll never forget. I was in the bathroom. I was like, what? <laughs> um, One second and then we'll dive in. Do you get your thoughts together? I mean, I want to let you leave because you brought this to the table, but I do have thoughts that I'm sure we'll have some great conversation because we are intelligent. We are so intelligent. I am, so yeah. Intelligent. Um, here, let me do this for one sec. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, I don't almost know how you know, but one <laughs> tends to. <laughs> what did you say? Let me start over. You know, I almost don't know how you know. (laughs) I, (laughs) we're getting, okay. So what I want to say (laughs) is that there is almost a phenomenological way of knowing some things. We're talking about epistemology. (laughs) Okay. The question is, how do we know? 
<laughs> and the and the answer is I don't know how we know, but yeah, I know that we know that there was a hullabaloo. When there's a hullabaloo based off of an article, somehow if you're on the internet, you're just like, oh, this is a thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this uh sort of hullabaloo rock the boat sort of situation arose with the one article talking about how heroin skinny is back i have not seen this article i wouldn't be surprised if i mean i could be wrong that this is this is maybe not the source but i think it is the source was this one article kind of that set off all this other commentary around it but that's how things proliferate in the internet is like someone says it but you don't even have to see it yeah and then it's just going everywhere so when did this article come out and from who do you know uh i think it was some, one of those stupid like new york posts or something oh yeah so it's just like something like but it was such a blatant article it was like heroin skinny has returned you know um, I like have a question yes um are you not calling it heroin chic oh um i maybe i should be <laughs> but it's, it's not, not be rude. Well, but like, I, the 90s trend was heroin I mean, chic yeah which I, I mean it's the same like look i believe i don't know if they're calling it heroin chic i wish i could spell chic how do you spell chic c-h-i-c c-h-i that's chic that's chic it's not from english it's fine Um, okay you are correct uh you really don't you don't want to know how i tried you don't want to know you don't want to know how i just tried to spell chic i i mean i definitely do you don't have to reveal to me but (laughs) definitely started sh and then i was like i E I Q <laughs> like, yeah. well, well like chic like like the in <laughs> of like another religion yeah yeah that is S H E I K H I believe yeah so you're I'm not I, one oh to gosh. spell and you should I I really should and most people who speak English should never like <laughs> belittle someone for spelling things wrong in English because it's like nonsense time hit shuffle on the alphabet today i was trying to like use the word perspective like in the future and the mm-hmm. number i said perspective and couldn't even spell that correctly it's per- peculiar sir oh my word what what is the right word <laughs> peculiar it's peculiar it's like but you wouldn't you're saying it's it like not peculiar <laughs> sarah we it over this. I know, but it's like I, I don't know what. It's never been peculiar. Are <laughs> we having this is the Mandela effect? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it should be peculiar. Anyway, back to heroin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. So, the New York Post was the first article, or like the big article, to blow up about this. I think so. Let's just do some in-person <laughs> research. Um, into what? <laughs> oh, it's saying, um, well, it's saying in-person, in-person on the <laughs> internet. Um, 
art i'm gonna so i'm seeing something from the guardian too which is like another great source but they do sometimes have things i'm like why are you guys right and you are the least artistically artistically what's the word journalistically um, in integris why am i so- <laughs> I have heard. Um, oh, here's okay. Yeah, English is a, a language some people know. Um, okay, <laughs> this is where I saw it first. NY Post um, on November 2nd. Mm-hmm. Bye bye, booty. Heroin chic is back. And I think okay. this is if I'm understanding things i feel like i mean obviously they probably heard about it through other people but like i feel like Mm -hmm. this was the article that launched the other commentary on tiktok and whatnot Mm -hmm. that's my you know can you really know where something began not all the time but it's tricky what i think yeah but at least it's been the talk in november so we can say that yeah and i have seen like stuff about like I mean, thin being back. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, it is definitely ramping up lately. But like, yeah, what have you been seeing? What have you been hearing? What have you been thinking? Um, BBLs getting <laughs> uh, taken out. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian getting skinnier. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Khloe Kardashian, what's going on? With, <laughs> with what in particular? <laughs> I feel like well, someone who's always got something going on always Sorry. got something i mean yeah unfortunately uh kind of intense like so much facial surgery obviously mm-hmm. getting a ton of attention but so skinny in some of these pictures too yeah well, um, the two comparison pictures of kim kardashian on talk shows from like a few years apart where like the first one she's got like you know these huge boobs and like yeah she's very curvy and now she's like very very thin like yeah the one, like big comparison shot it is like so jarring to be like you know you didn't even notice like she wasn't like fat she was just like <laughs> had like yeah boobs and butt and now she like has neither <laughs> which is yeah really yeah wild. yeah a little bit startling I mean you have money you can kind of do these things but they do have a lot of sway in what seems to be trendy. Yeah. So. I'm also seeing people, whenever like someone comments on a troubling trend that the Kardashians are at like the center of or like are emblematic of, people are like, well, you don't have to do what the Kardashians do. As if that like <laughs> absolves the world from their influence. Yeah. Like, maybe let's like open our eyes and ears and pretend that we're seeing what's going on. Because, like, you can say that people are, like, they're not good role models or they shouldn't be your personal role model. But I think, especially with the Kardashians, like, they do affect trends. And to deny that is naive at best. <laughs> naivete. It's naivete. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, um, yeah. Wow, I can't believe I was forgetting it was heroin chic. <laughs> heroin skinny? Yeah, um, I, not the shame. I just wanted to like see if there was like another oh, no. thing I was missing. You are you handled that so gently. <laughs> I agree. I am grateful. Another moment of gratitude. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love being grateful. I I'm do being... want to say about Khloe Kardashian. 
Yeah. I think her, and there are a lot of, I think, famous people, actresses who this happens to. There's like every few months, there's another picture of her where people are like, she, what does she look like now? Yeah. Let's work out. She looks different. And then I think, you know, we know what she looks like because she keeps coming back to kind of like a central location. I think you send me the location <laughs> and I'll be right there. <laughs> I think her and many famous people who have work done, they go out into the public too early and they look crazy because their face hasn't settled yet. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that I think this is happening to Zach Efron. Zach right Efron! Now. Zach Efron! Because whatever his surgery story is, I'm not going to come out on the veracity. Yes, I am. That's not true. You <laughs> <laughs> don't break your chin in 2013 and then have it expand triple nine years later Sorry. <laughs> that's mean but like i think that he'll probably look pretty normal in a year year and a half but mm. i think people have work done too close to when they're coming back into the limelight like mm. renee zellweger there was that period where like she was unrecognizable oh, yeah. yeah and now i think she looks like basically the same there's a few changes yeah like botoxy probably things but mm. it's like whoever is letting these people do this where they pop up looking unrecognizable. It's like you, people should know like the timeline generally of plastic yeah. surgery that you don't like, you swell and you like look different yeah. dramatically before you can like often yeah, look like you, but like enhanced in some way. Mm -hmm. And I think- Like me with my eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are swollen up. Swollen <laughs> down. But yeah, I- <laughs> I don't know if they're like scapegoating Chloe because I got she's like the only one that this happens to. Mm. Or like, or like I also think like her editing on pictures is bad to the point of being on purpose. Question mark. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm intrigued now. She is always the one who like looks different. Then it's like, but then she looks the same later. Like we know what she yeah. looks like. She looks the same, but she periodically That's looks different because I think they're letting her like film mm. something where she is not looking like glowy yeah 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 no that one picture yeah where she got a lot of flack that one was bad but yeah i will yeah. say she looks kind of returned a little bit um yeah. the other thing i was gonna say is well this happened um Mo oh my gosh monica's character and friends actress actor yeah courtney cox courtney cox well she just went too hard with the surgery and i think she acknowledges yeah. that and she kind of got some of it like reversed even. And I yeah. would say she looks better now, but I actually think, mm. I think Kim Kardashian at some point had like way more lip filler or something mm -hmm. or looked more fake kind of. And now I would say looks better. Uh-oh, mute took off. F to stop, control, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I got COVID three and a half weeks ago and I feel great, but the cough is not going away. Well, um, oh. not totally. Usually today was fine. Um, yeah. Sorry, you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's well known that Kylie had her lip fillers dissolved. Oh, she did. Yeah, and she like I think she said that like outright, but it's I think she has some level of like obviously she has like some lip fillers now because we saw her lips as a teenager they didn't look like this, but I the dissolution people hypothesize that it's probably because like she had um lip filter migration oh you fill them up too fast it they it tends to like puff out where it's not supposed to 
and you can Ugh. avoid that by going like very slowly like putting it in a little bit of a time that's yeah. what I hear from plastic surgeons on tiktok um, <laughs> who are the source <laughs> yes clearly peer-reviewed um, <laughs> but I mean I think it like you know kind of like intuitively makes sense to me so I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it to you um, well, can I can I take a little caveat here? Can yeah. we just remember lip fillers and come back to that? Okay, so in a in a huge way, TikTok is like a primary source document of what's going on at this time, and you can there's I I totally see what you're saying of like, oh, can we trust the source? Like, do we know the veracity of what they're saying? And mm-hmm. that's legit. Except in all of human history, <laughs> people didn't have this mindset of like sources. It was just, they were saying what they're saying. So you take it as, as a primary source in the fact of this is what they are saying, not yeah. necessarily that it's true. Yes. And I think that don't yeah. put our faith in it, but we're talking about pop culture. We're not, we're not about to, we are not about to perform plastic surgery is what right. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Don't add us. Don't cite us. We're not saying we're experts. We're just doing our thing. And if we're citing TikTok to do our thing and not to perform surgery, then Sue I think us. we're fine. Sorry. <laughs> Don't we'll give you one dollar and nine cents. <laughs> <laughs> I was re-listening to the first episode and I said, Don't cite me in that one. And that is always true. I'll cite the TikToks, but you don't cite me. If um, you ever, ever, ever think about citing us <clears throat> and you don't give us at least ten dollars. <laughs> You better take jail. my take my name out of your mouth. <laughs> Have you seen the TikToks that are like this girl who was like, "Okay, why did Will Smith just slap Chris Rock?" And then someone stitches it, and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> yes, 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 yes." The things with those sounds. <laughs> watch those all the time we, we always oh watch those we see and um i always laugh because that is so funny <laughs> can you do it again you're really good at it i i am okay why the freak <laughs> did this was <laughs> just punch chris was in the <laughs> wow shout out She's to that girl star. i don't know her ass we should find it because she she literally changed culture in a major way <laughs> oh my gosh wow anyway okay back to lip fillers thank you for the hiatus grateful yeah. for her the high grateful for the tangent thank you for t- hiatus <laughs> i mean tangents um i wanted to stay on your tiktok tangent for a little oh, bit please um i didn't have anything much to add but that is true like you like you know as with any primary source like you can do some fact checking and i don't think i'm just trying to watch tiktoks and not do research um, we're not listen as i said before no <laughs> surgery is happening with these paws <laughs> yeah and it's like that's the tough thing because like people are like well you need to like verify your information on tiktok and i'm like well i didn't even come here to hear you, t- <laughs> you tell me about this thing and i don't want to look it up i just want to listen to you and like why didn't you look it up first <laughs> sorry sorry your mic went wonky what did you say oh i didn't even come here for this yeah it's like iconically dad once said you're challenging me on something that i didn't even bring up (laughs) 
something that I didn't even, I wanted to watch videos of people falling down a hill and now I have to do like research. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. Oh, uh, there are times. Okay. Wait, are we going into this topic of like, when you get on social media, what's the expectation of you? I hope not because I want to get lip filler, but we could go to that. Because I all, okay. Here's an example. Go ahead. It's the end of a long day. <laughs> you had too many meetings and mm-hmm. you ate something healthy for lunch, but then it wasn't satisfying yeah. and fulfilling. You're scrounging around for some beef jerky at home Oof. and you finally find some. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to watch some social stuff on my telephone, which mm-hmm. is with me at all times, often in my hand already. Yeah. <laughs> so you pull up Instagram. You're like, okay, great. Oh, what's this person doing? Oh, what's my friend from college? Oh, this person mm-hmm. went here. Nice. Cool. Fun to know. Zip, 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 zap, 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 tap, tap, tap. Learning, 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 learning. Fun, fun, laugh, laugh, laugh. Jokes, memes, mm-hmm. um, absurdist memes, especially, you know, I love that. She does. Um, a little bit of artwork. And then you see something and it's like this bad thing is happening in the world. Mm-hmm stop your tippity tapping and your and pause your jerky eating and now tune in and pay attention mm-hmm. i am so conflicted about this yeah. because i because the demands of capitalism obviously make it so that by the end of my day i've already exceeded much of my mental capacity mm-hmm. and i'm almost useless as are many people mm-hmm. And yet there's a moment where I'm offered the opportunity to perhaps care or at least understand better another human being. And I do not want to at that time. Yeah. Morally, what do we do with this conundrum? Well, it's, I try to keep this phrase in mind of we weren't even supposed to know that this many people existed, let alone Mm. (laughs) what they think and what they're doing. Wow. Whoa. And it's like, What's well, like the thing, like, you know, should you be informed about all the bad things in the world? Because, like, you're not built to hold that kind of knowledge. I'm but sure also, not. It's important that you do, at least for some of it. Um, this is something that I thought a lot about um, summer 2020, um, mm, didn't we George all? Floyd's murder. Because, like, yeah. it was like hundreds of videos a day about, like, you know, the worst injustices and being a person who is, you know, not facing those injustices there is a duty to learn and listen, but it's like, you, I, no one could hold that much at once. And it's like, well, yeah. what, are you meant to, yeah, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed um, to do? And it is funny that you say the word duty because I don't know, there's something in me that's like, are we doing all these things out of obligation? And what obligates, what's the obligating factor, you know, or is it more like, I do think that in a lot of social pressure, there's this component of shame. Yeah. And I I just think anything being done out of shame is just not the, I, I don't think that's the ideal motivator, you yeah. know, like now I also think it's powerful <laughs> because it is powerful. Mm-hmm. And if sometimes like there are times where things need to change, and I'm almost like, is this the only resort? Like you have to shame someone into realizing how like messed up their view is or how important it is to change. 
-hmm. but in general I almost am like has this become the default yeah yeah and that is I mean that's also tough but it's like yeah you know I mean if you're (laughs) not to get back into the weeds but if you're in like you know a privileged position like what's the role in being like well this is how things should be communicated for this thing yeah Um, yeah yeah I guess you know I think the answer is that more white guys just need to start podcasts where they tell everyone what to do Mm -hmm. and if they did that then we would finally all know what's the right way yeah I've been begging more white guys to start podcasts (laughs) and they say I've never even thought about that before (laughs) 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 yeah yeah. podcast that's allowed to exist (laughs) which I've never listened to actually but it's called the basement yard and their tiktok clips always pop up and it's just them oh the most delightful idiots I've ever seen (laughs) oh I want to look it up send me some oh so cheerful yeah. yeah. The other thing that's really, okay, this is the last of my part of this tangent, but the other thing that's really been on my mind and, and, and I think it's good, but I would love to hear your thoughts is recognizing that almost everyone is always doing something. If it's bad, it's always out of a need. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times it's not like they have this nefarious malicious intent Mm -hmm. to hurt someone like I'll give a low-key example with myself as the perpetrator um and and guess what there's a happy ending to the story so stay tuned yes Yes. oh yeah so so I am a French presser I French press my coffee (laughs) because uh, because my coffee maker, which I actually, I, okay. I love an old school coffee maker because it sounds like breathing (laughs) (laughs) and it's weirdly really soothing to me. (laughs) And it's also easier to clean, but my coffee maker, when I moved, I realized it had straight up mildew in it. And I was like, I don't even mess with this. And I can't even think about it not having mildew. And I don't even know how to get this mildew out. Mm-hmm. So I disposed of that. Um, would not the ideal situation learning that I need to buy a more high quality coffee maker in the future. Mm-hmm. So I'm French pressing. So I'm actually a double perpetrator. I, I had an extra sin squeezed in here with that confession, but <laughs> two for the price of one. But in this instance, I actually, wow, so many confessions coming at you. My, um, <laughs> these are my yeah, confessions. these are my, they're all around coffee. <laughs> the part of it is drinking so much all the time. I should have had the spins the other morning because I hadn't eaten enough. <laughs> I was dizzy from drinking too much. And I like stumbled down in the kitchen. I'm like, food. <laughs> anyway, um, so I make a French press and I drink almost all of it every morning if I make it. But cleaning a French press is annoying. So mm-hmm. the easier thing to do when something's annoying is to not do it. Yeah. I and yeah, a classic, mm-hmm. um, truly a classic. So I was in a hurry the one morning, went down. Uh-oh, my French press is dirty because I didn't clean it. 
crazy. Crazy how that happens. So in this moment, a decision was before me and it was either to clean this French press or to recognize that there was an equal and almost exactly identical French press in our closet that I hadn't seen anyone use in weeks. Hmm. And I said, let's freaking go. So (laughs) I grabbed this French press and pour my coffee in, bada bing, bada boom, make my coffee. Then I proceed to leave that French press dirty in the kitchen next to the other (laughs) dirty one. And then I left for the weekend for the United States. (laughs) So it's a big criminal, isn't it? It was criminal. It was inconsiderate. Um, I did feel bad and I, I actually messaged my roommates. Well, actually I just messaged them. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I used someone's French press and I didn't ask and I didn't clean it. And I was like, I'm sorry. That was inconsiderate. I didn't even make an excuse, which I love a good excuse. And I'm Mm. so good at making them, Mm. but I, I tried to rise above. (laughs) This is like, okay. I am pretty good at cleaning, but French presses, like they're leaving them out is like a little different than a dish because you're like, is it supposed to be there? It still has coffee in it. Is someone drinking that later? I mean, if you live in the house, you know, they're not, but if you just walk by, you'd be like, well, maybe someone has there could be a day. <laughs> there could be a day. Anyway, I I made a mistake. All that to say, um, they uh they were like, actually, we think that French press belonged to the girl that moved out, so it, it's not a she just left it behind. I was like, for the win, yes, excellent. Um, absolved. So why did I do that? Honestly, just because. I felt the need for coffee and the need Mm -hmm. to not clean a dish. And because Mm -hmm. it felt annoying, that is selfish. I'm not saying it's right, but looking at things through this lens, I'm like, usually people are just tired and that's why they're doing things or confused or, or nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, man, this is just really changing. Hey, let's go. So that's like given me a lot of perspective. Um, as yeah. as you, well, the other thing I realized, oh my gosh, I was talking to Lauren about this for a second. Sister Lauren, may she have a good night's sleep in Macedonia. Uh, <laughs> I was She's saying, none, of course, that's why we call her sister. Yeah, sister. Sister, sister. Yeah, how much time is <laughs> Truly. Um, I was telling her, I think I'm like, okay, am I the candidate to psychoanalyze myself? No, but do I do it? Yes. I think Are you the candidate to psychoanalyze yourself. I'm nominating myself to psychoanalyze myself. <laughs> can I, can I, I get a second? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, here we go. My first act of duty. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that I used to have to justify not liking someone. And I think you've seen evidence of this. And instead of just saying, I don't like them, I had to be like, they're bad, Mm. they're a bad person. Look at all this evidence for why they are. Yeah, like just interpersonally, not like, you know, someone in the culture. Yeah, I I think it's, yeah, I think interpersonally, because it is like this Mm. characteristic of like, Cause so many people, you know, you have no reason to really not like them. And I, well, part of it is, I think I was so, um, 
almost like I internalized the message of like loving everyone means mm-hmm. you need, but I think I equated that to needing to like them. Like, I just didn't know how to navigate. Uh, why are you smiling so smugly? <laughs> Sorry, this is just another incident where I you think you said this, this multiple years ago and you were like, no, I think actually you were kind of receptive to it, but maybe that's where this thought came from. <laughs> i love your inception where you just instead of telling me in my deep sleep you just tell me directly to my face (laughs) and then i I still think it's just my idea i I implore you to think about these things and then (laughs) three years later you're like i realized something (laughs) yeah i told you that but this thing i think we were like kind of on the same page at the time i feel like i think there have been truly many (laughs) incidents where you're like i had this i have this thought now i'm like yeah courtesy <laughs> me in that one. Uh, I can add you I'll reference you and refer to you but don't refer to me <laughs> I will never refer anyway um well since you came up with that then I think that probably is a component of the truth maybe a very large component oh, yeah, of the truth. <laughs> a component of the truth hashtag <laughs> um yeah I just think I had to like find a reason why someone was unlikable and now I'm just like no I don't like this person I don't think but like that still feels that feels wrong to say because I think again I'm still feeling like I'm supposed to love everyone and Mm -hmm. it's really hard to love someone you really don't like yeah yeah it's I mean the way we were raised I feel like that would make it especially if you're naturally a people liker generally yeah I think you are um to like really like yeah truly not vibe with someone yeah not like have like a concrete reason it's like it feels like oh like I'm bad <laughs> and it's like no you're just like a person yeah. who has a feeling yeah I think that's the case and it's just like I don't know I talked about this kind of in like some of the deconstruction convo of like you feel like when you're trying to be like very very evangelical like evangelizing I think you feel like you have you owe so much to everyone and you have to be almost on best behavior with everyone because Mm -hmm. you're trying to get them to believe you and believe like (laughs) that they shouldn't go to hell and stuff (laughs) but like if you think about that that's it's just crazy like you have to be kind of so phony so Mm -hmm. instead of like yeah, I just think this is probably these like almost protective measures. Maybe I subconsciously yeah. worked into my life. And now that I'm like, oh, I don't really need to feel like I owe someone something. I can just like straight up not hang out with them and not enjoy their company. Mm-hmm. I think I can even do that and recognize like in another like time and space outside of our limited world <laughs> actually i in could galaxy perhaps in another galaxy far far, far away, away. <laughs> i could find a way to get along with them and have better discussions but so many times yeah. we're just like not afforded that and i i'm like i don't need to necessarily fight for this anymore like this is not my crowd yeah. they have other people oh i dropped my lamp <laughs> but it's fine. How about that? Anyway. Um, so back to lip fillers. (laughs) Yeah. The way that I can't go on another tangent. 
Yes, you can do it. No, it's I dare really you. Not worth it. I double dog dare you. Here I go. I heard this line from a book by a the book was actually by like an MLM scam artist woman. You love artist. love that. But the line was like, the moment stretches into infinity and then snaps back together like elastic. It sounded better than the thing, but that that image of like something like rubber banding back together is really uh, sticky to the brain contours for me. Um, okay. So <laughs> yeah. you, listen, so I was just at the American Academy of Religious I was just I was just being religious. We'll never get back to I was, <laughs> I was at the American Academy of Religion annual conference two weeks uh-huh. ago. Not even. I oh, it's escaped. All the religions. It's all the religions. It's all religions. It was crazy. I actually I am stupid. <laughs> yeah, you think Christianity is all there is? No, no. <laughs> okay, it was all okay, religions. Well, when you went to theology, beer camp, beer camp. That, that was, was just mostly, the one. Yeah, it was mainly Christian, but yeah, Christian theology. Yeah, okay, okay. So this was all religions, and I escaped several times from the conference, mainly to go to breweries. Um, and at one point I escaped with these two guys and we talked about like these theories of how the universe will end. And one of them was what you just talked about, that it will expand so far that essentially it'll snap back like a rubber band and it will keep reverberating and doing that. Oh boy. Cough, cough. Um, clap, 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 clap. On that is why would it even do that? (laughs) Why would it even would do you, that? Why would you even do that? <laughs> why so would rude. we leave to or cough, cough, cough? No, why would the universe? Oh, <laughs> snap, snap back. She snapped. <laughs> Your snap back after pregnancy is so crazy, universe. Why would you do oh. that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we we're talking about that and other theories of how it'll end or blah blah blah. I got a little depressed, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, I just can't you focus on this. You couldn't pay me to have that combo, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was interesting, but I, I was like, then I changed. I, I had a nice topic change. Um, went mm-hmm. to my other existential angst, which was great. Uh, nice Whoa. conversation, but it is like, there's, well, do you know Nietzsche's theory of eternal return? <laughs> do I look like I know Nietzsche's theory of eternal return? It's pretty popular. It's like, uh, <laughs> in general. Idiot 24 year olds oh work gosh. for the government? No. You work for the government. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Drone. I don't listen to philosophy. I thought you were, I literally thought you were talking about like other young men that work for the government. And then I was like, wait, she's talking about herself. I forgot you were 24. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It just happened. 24. It's a great year. Yeah. So cool. Um, anyway. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say basically about that. Mm-hmm. There's other, okay. but then there, well, okay, wait. Yeah, of course, it's not the end of what I want to say. <laughs> but then that's that's that statement that ties to the thing I put as the quote on my last Instagram post, <laughs> which which is nothing is repeated and everything is unparalleled. What does that mean to you? 
It means, okay, so when you start to look at eternal return, you have to think about your life happening like over and over again. Like if you did something, would you do it? If it like essentially did repeat, if that you were going to have to live that over and over, would you make that choice? Hmm. Um, like kind of, and, and like, like, cause you're both, it could be good, but you could also be fated to like, or like cursed to repeat it. Um, so like, that's kind of a weird thought, but if you think about I think it's much more interesting and also freeing to see because we're we're so pattern seeking as humans because that's how we digest a lot of things too in the world. Like, oh, I have a schema for this. I know how to navigate the situation. And even sometimes you, you do that with people like, oh, this person's like this other person I know. Oh, I know about mm-hmm. them. I know how they are. But instead, if we were more able to look at everything, like every time you go do something, it's actually the first time you're doing it there might be repetition to it and you've learned from the past, but like, even, even if you're doing something like as mundane as like weightlifting, it, you might feel stronger than you have ever, or even like weaker. I don't know. I just think there's like, it feels very freeing and exciting to be like, even a similar situation is going to be different. There's actually more to that quote. Maybe I'll read it at the end as our outro and get poetic. (laughs) Hey, have you heard of lip fillers? Yeah, I've heard of them. I actually know all about how they migrate if you put them in too quickly because <laughs> I'm citing the TikTok person who said that. Are you a plastic surgeon? Yeah. You know, I, I dabble. <laughs> I dabble. You know, one of my friends is a plastic surgeon. Maybe we should get her in as a guest sometime. <laughs> Talk about lip filler. That'd be crazy. Actually, I mean- she was telling me crazy stuff when she even years ago about like more about violate hippo oh right yeah (laughs) all right well that's all i can say no (laughs) (laughs) you pranked me on that one i got her anyway what were you gonna say i mean the lip filler conversation was a tangent of the heroin chic conversation oh that's right um because we were saying that kim kardashian used to look a bit more phony baloney constructed yes Correct, Amanda. Um, and I think, I mean, like you see, like pictures of Kim when she was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. She does not look like dressed. Fifteen, there's face. still time for you. Do you remember this song? Yes, it does. It is not crazy. It's kind of like maybe revealing that you did not sing Taylor Swift fifteen, but had another fifteen song lined up. Whoa. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not exactly, I don't really fit into the Swifty category. She's the other girl, actually. Oh my gosh. But you know what? I have been listening because I've listened to essentially everything Justin Vernon has made within, like, okay, this is, I'm I'm using, (laughs) I'm modifying this phrase incorrectly. In the past week, I have listened to everything Justin has made. I was going to say, I've listened to everything Justin has made in the past week. But that sounds like <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, in the past week, I've been going into his music so hard, and mm-hmm. he's collabed so much with Taylor and some of their more songs. Than- I'm loving more than just Renegade. I there's one on some of the stuff with Big Red Machine, which is one of his side projects. He had some oh, other stuff there. Good. Yeah, he's in so much stuff. Hugely mm-hmm. collaborative. And Taylor appeared at one of his concerts not long oh, ago. Oh, honestly, his appearance so cool. I'm yeah. envious of her, really. 
<laughs> just for the bony bear stuff not for any of her other success i am like oh. in love with him honestly every time he talks why would you do that to your face when i'm talking about him no what I, sorry i'm setting up we think we should talk about taylor swift next episode not this episode we need to talk about her when she oh but taylor swift should be on the docket eventually i mean anytime name the t- name the date basically except yeah. for all the times i'm busy <laughs> okay heroin chic okay skinny it means you're skinny it means you're <laughs> well, emaciated like, you know the original time in the 90s the pictures of the heroin chic people it like at least to the eye of me in the modern day they look really ill and like i think that was also true at the time but like i think the, yeah. the goalposts for skinny have shifted a bit yeah odd um, <laughs> because like it to have it be like there are still like extremely skinny models in ads currently we've seen them but like for that to be kind of like the norm to have people who look stickly actively yeah as like emulatable advertisements that mm-hmm. is to me really crazy yeah um but, sorry go, go on oh uh-oh you go okay so (laughs) i famously had some back moles removed by a dermatologist (laughs) okay (laughs) and when i got them removed i once felt very ill (laughs) because i got nervous um Uh and it's but somehow i struck up a conversation about this general topic with my very nice but somewhat shy dermatologist woman who bless her removed all my moles that I can't see on my own back Mm -hmm. and let me tell you until the new iPhone you really cannot get a good picture of a back mole with a phone and I just commiserated about this with someone else who had the same problem so when I was talking to her though she was like I've only been sick twice in any oh because I think we were talking about cauterizing (laughs) the back rolls because you have to burn the skin, which smells bad. I don't know if you've ever smelt burning flesh, but you're awake for this procedure and you smell Mm -hmm. your own burning skin. Fun. Cute. Cute. And so I was like, doesn't it make, I was like making me feel kind of weird. And she's like, Oh, you get over it or something. I don't know. She was like, I've only been sick twice when I've been a doctor, but one of those times she said was when this girl like came in in her office and was like, blah, blah, blah. I need help with whatever it was that she was in for. And she like had to take off her shirt and she took off her shirt and she was so skin skinny that the doctor dermatologist woman like felt physically sick. Wow. Like it sounded so crazy. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're a doctor and you're, you're seeing bodies all the time and to have yeah. someone. Yeah. Who's like, who is like, you know, alive walking around yeah. doing their thing be so. Yeah. You know, Man, like I can't stop violating people. HIPAA. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, well, I think she actually violated HIPAA on that one. Like that's, <laughs> it's like she shouldn't have told you that. I think that was fine. Protect the does, innocent. Not to be stupid, but does, Canada has HIPAA in some form, I'm sure. I think it does, but um, I was just actually talking about, wow, actually it was a bad moment. I was at this birthday party and we were talking about HIPAA because obviously everyone knows it from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Uh, and there was this girl there that is going to be a doctor and she's like, yeah, hip, HIPAA, 
it's like hypocrite. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. And I got a little mean. I was like, actually, <laughs> that's something else. But I'm the idiot who thought Hippocratic Oath was about being a hypocrite when you take it because you're going to cause harm. So the real idiot is me. <laughs> well, it's HIPAA... like, why would you name? Oh, wait, she was saying, I even just did this in my brain. She was saying it was about the Hippocratic Oath. She was like, okay, yeah. So HIPAA is not about the Hippocratic no, Oath it's an at all. Yes. Oh my gosh. But I can't stop thinking if it's about hypocrites. Well, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you violated it here is what we're trying to say. And we're the end of things. doing that. Yeah. Um, um yeah, oh, we but synced up our um. Love that. Um, it it is, as I was saying, very disturbing that it was yeah emulatable in the past and could be emulatable real soon to look like mm-hmm. malnourished. Like I think, you know, the people who are like in a bit of a weird brand of body positivity where they're like, you can be healthy. However, I think an example is like when you're extremely skinny, I feel like that's rarely a place of immaculate health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm controversial by saying that, but <clears throat> I, feel I like mean, observable. yeah. Well, also to reference another esteemed medical moment uh, of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> There was a time a girl came in and she was anorexic and she was so anorexic that her brain was like not able to function. Yeah. I and... was watching. Sorry, you're not done. Oh, well, I was just going to say famously when I was kind of anorexic, as mom said, <laughs> 10 years <laughs> later, I did not get my period. Yeah. Can we go into that at all? Um, oh, sure. I don't have to yeah. dig in, but like. Would you say that you were anorexic? <laughs> I, well, anorexia is generally understood as like not eating. Mm-hmm. I was eating, yes. but I was not eating a lot. I would say, yes, mm-hmm. I was you calorie counting a lot. Disorder, I think we can say safely say, I would say probably falling under because I was like definitely way below the threshold of what I should have been eating. Mm-hmm. Like I probably, so I remember, cause I remember, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Um, I was like, yeah, probably just mainly when I was like 16, 17, then I'm, uh, mainly 16 junior year of high school is when I got thin. Mm. and mm. I remember I would eat my Cheerios already very low calorie for a cereal mm-hmm. with water to cut more calories that is also like, like one of the telltale things that like girls who have had EDs talk about, like the rice cakes, <laughs> just like the weird oh. little things people do to like cheat out of calories. Yeah. I think like, yeah, I think sometimes cutting bread slices in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To put it on a sandwich, but only one slice of bread anyway. Um, but then I would go to lunch. And I remember I'd eat an apple all the time, loved apples. But it would either be like an apple with pasta or an apple with a pretzel. If you're eating a soft pretzel and an apple, like that's just not a that's just not a balanced meal. Truly really not a meal in any sense of the word. Yeah. And then I'd come home and I 
I would definitely eat dinner, but I don't think I went crazy. And I, yeah, remember trying to like hold back. And then sometimes I remember being on my computer in my room and being hungry and being like, no, I'll just look at Facebook more. <laughs> that is 2000s dystopia. So yeah. Strong. Yeah. I'll eat. I'll go on the site that was made to rate women originally <laughs> and distract <laughs> myself through the internet. Oh my gosh. Poor younger me. Yeah. yeah. But at least I woke up and did my devotions. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Who was I? And then, yeah. And then I was running cross country the one year and I wasn't that fast. I mean, probably because I had no fuel. Uh, but yeah. I wasn't that fast, but I wasn't that skinny. Like I was, I mean, I was skinny, but like some girls are naturally like, I don't think anyone would have said I looked skeletal. Yeah. I mean, I think for you, as I know you now, I think it was really skinny, but I feel like some people at the same like level or like point in if they were like doing the same behaviors as you, they would have looked maybe a lot scary yeah. like how their body is set up naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So then, I, I mean, I remember I was playing soccer sophomore year, going to soccer practice and just being like so tired mm-hmm. and not understanding why, like I didn't understand that I was like, I knew I was thin, but I would not have understood myself to have an eating disorder because I was eating yeah and And, probably there was an element of like the culture being mm -hmm. more susceptible to that where it was like yeah you know diet culture at a real high and people being like well this is fine too and also like I I don't know again how much of this like reaches into your understanding but like we did not have smartphones we did not have the internet the way it is today the only thing you really had was Facebook like I wasn't going on to I don't even think BuzzFeed was a thing yet. Like there weren't places there. I wasn't hanging out on the internet. I was going to the iTunes store and listening to samples of songs. (laughs) Spotify wasn't a thing. And I wasn't about to use LimeWire because I was holier than everyone. Yeah. I was getting, I mean, you know, but yeah. So I was going to, uh, it was Facebook, iTunes store, YouTube, but even YouTube didn't, I mean, think about all the, how many videos yeah. do you watch from 14 years ago on YouTube? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this week, a couple because Justin Vernon, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was so, it was just so different. What the, what the heck was I doing all my time? I always thought, I wish I'd read more in high school. I don't know what I was like doing. Well, I was doing homework sometimes. I mean, you, I was had, always, you know, your friends. <laughs> Yeah, I had friends and activities, but like sophomore year, I couldn't drive yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what was I doing? I definitely was going to bed by 10 p.m. And I remember Brooke would always say she was staying up till one or two. And I was like, <laughs> how are you alive? I was like, I'm tired enough as is. So yeah. Anyway, and I used to never have sleep problems. Do you have sleep problems at all? Falling asleep? Yeah. I think I kind of always have though. Oh, okay. On some level. I mean, like, I don't know my digital behavior is helping them, but yeah. I don't know if I've ever been like, you know, a great sleeper except for when I was a baby and mom was like, you were sleeping through the night right away. Brad. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, 
not eating is generally not great. <laughs> and I do think I was functioning. She said it. Listen, she I'm said brave it. that way. I'm just brave. But I also, okay, here's what I, here's my take. And here's my hot take. And I want to hear yours. I think heroin chic is stupid because people almost know better now. I almost mm. think that was like an, an inflammatory title mm. to this article. I do think people are going back to being skinny, maybe in general, but celebrities, there were some people who were like, it never went away. And I think that's true. A lot of celebrities have always been super, super skinny. And that is part of the culture. I think it's part of like some of these cities too. Like I think in a lot of places like New York um, and LA, you're trending skinnier because it is what's more accepted. Mm-hmm. And I basically think that for a lot of people, it's just not going to fly in the same way. I think there's like, I think people are like, yeah, they know better. If they were to go back completely, that would be regress. And I think there's people and, and the one example I'm really going to cite of why this is, I think there's, there's various examples of really famous celebrities that are kind of fronting this, like maybe even like Lizzo being a primary one. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say Florence Pugh is just not heroin skinny. She has like a normal body and she's beautiful. I mean, she's still like, I would say thin, but she's not going to be that way. And she doesn't look like the accepted standards. And I think she is like a little bit of an it girl right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of interesting. Um, this is a small part of this whole conversation because I think I would say Porn Q is pretty thin. I don't think she's like heroin chic thin. I don't know if anyone would argue that. But I feel like there's a class of, well, it's kind of like a category of women who have like slightly like wider or rounder faces mm-hmm. who if not like extremely thin they would not be described as like as thin as maybe a girl with a, a thinner face would be described as yeah um i feel like you know facial thinness also like kind of like puts the rest of your body like into perspective not in perspective it does the opposite of that it like sort of like colors the perception of the rest of your body and a yeah. lot of plus size models, they favor Half people thin who are facially faces. thin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sorry, back to your like actual point you were saying about, oh yeah. I feel like it would be impossible for the culture to completely turn back to a place of heroin chic um being the standard, especially since like there is now more space for people to push back on that. And I've already mm-hmm. seen like, you know, people who on TikTok who are like, this is we actually don't want this as a culture and i think yeah. there's not as many avenues people because there was no you know the internet wasn't that big people to be like this should not be the standard and this is harmful <laughs> impossible um, yeah unattainable blah 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 um so i don't think it could ever like take hold as fully and yeah i think i mean thinness has never like not been the general standard um but I think the BBL well, reversal in recent times <coughs> yeah thank you um you know <laughs> not throughout all of history but like in the last <clears throat> since heroin chic like it hasn't fallen out of favor <laughs> yeah. yeah um but I think yeah the BBL reversal is interesting and also like it's crazy to think about like how people might have BBLs dude 
yeah especially with it being like so dangerous like compared to oh my gosh yeah um and like probably like the fraction is still very small but I always feel like well that's something like that a very fringe group is doing but I feel like it's like actually not so fringe (laughs) like it's Mm -mm. like kind of commonplace um not kind of commonplace but like it's not like you you could probably see one if you walked around a city within yeah yeah well and that's the other thing I'm like thinking about that and and a lot of face surgery stuff like I'm seeing a lot of like in my real life seeing a lot of women with lip fillers yeah which is like it, it I feel like also like the way that we were raised I, probably compounds this of like that seems to me kind of really extreme that yeah. someone would you know surgically alter themselves but it is like really normalized in a lot of places and like probably some people grow up and it's like not that crazy do that kind of cosmetic procedure and you see like <clears throat> all these I'm gonna get these stupid TikToks of these like women who are like the one this is like almost like a straw man because she was so absurd but she's like I trained my face to not move while I emote so that I can prevent myself from getting Botox and I'm like you can prevent yourself from getting Botox by not getting Botox (laughs) you don't need to do that (laughs) at all yeah well this returns back to like (laughs) our thing about beauty standards and being socialized into like what is a certain way mm-hmm. oh and what I meant to say and I'll say it now because now's my opportunity about all that is I think that the better thing to do is just whether okay so like someone can get surgery all right great like I I don't want this to be a conversation of like shame on you for getting surgery and also if you don't get surgery and you start to age let's value that person's looks as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I almost think it's like what the, what the tide would take to turn would be enough women just being appreciative of all kinds of beauty, regardless of age, you know, um, and regardless of whether your face looks perfect. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that the suggested stand, I mean, it's like, there's reasons why a beauty standard, if you're able to achieve it more, like might come at like, the rewards that come from that you look a certain way it's just true you often do get treated differently Mm -hmm. but um at the same time I'm like well I shouldn't be like whoa this girl's got crazy lip filler Mm -hmm. or whoa this person like has big bags under their eyes like if there's one thing I could say to all the white men in their podcasts um it would be that I think they need to treat all people as people and not based on their beauty Mm -hmm. which is really really I know hard to do if you've been socialized that way Mm -hmm. but it's like if you are I know certain people get treated not as well so yeah 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 um hold on one second Hello. Hello. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna need like three minutes. Okay. All right. Uh oh, shoot. Yeah, I guess we can't probably go. It's kind of late. Um, it's probably locked, but I will be down in just a couple minutes. So probably stay in your car. That's weird, but... All right. Bye.
Ugh, we were gonna go somewhere. We we're gonna go somewhere at six, but it closes at seven. <laughs> so do you have to go? No. Well, I do have to go in a minute. Um, sorry, I asked her to uh tell me when she was leaving her house, but I think she had already left. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, I would love to hear your closing thoughts though. Oh, I think I have 85 more things I could say. I was <laughs> It's gonna bring up eugenics in this conversation. Whoa. Um, I'm just gonna say this. Would it be crazy to do a part two? No, and I then think it'd probably be and right roll in. right into T Swift. Um, yeah. I we're not associating T Swift with heroin chic or eugenics. No. Really <laughs> I cannot, I cannot encounter the Swift Swifties. I would I would crumble. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I've got some. I have some mildly academic things to talk about in, re- in relation to heroin chicness. Wow, um, I love it. Could come back to, but yeah, sorry, Kristen is really popular and has to go places. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, we've also had quite the conversation. We have, and I've had a great time. Oh, Sarah. Yeah. All right. Well, for now, that's amore. I'm going to insert my poem at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you get when you get to edit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love See you. you. Next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. this music conveys that the podcast is over and you should be sad about it. And living up to the promise I just made, even though this was recorded like three days later, I'm reading the quote, which I did not discover for myself, but was kind of the preface of the Jeff Dyer book, Yoga for People Who Can't Be Bothered to Do It which I highly, highly recommend. Very funny and extremely about life. But here it is, the quote itself. Everything is unique. Nothing happens more than once in a lifetime. The physical pleasure which a certain woman gave you at a certain moment, the exquisite dish which you ate on a certain day, you will never meet either again. Nothing is repeated, and everything is unparalleled.